Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. Over the past 15 plus years of working with clients to build out their customer journey, one thing has become evident is that each and every business has a different customer journey. But when we look at it all and, and bring it to a higher level, there's only one goal, and that's to drive sales and to build loyal customers. In this episode, we're gonna talk about what you need to consider for your ideal customer journey. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Content Amplification Podcast. It's Sean here, creator of the Customer Journey Amplification System. And this episode, we're going to be diving into that concept right there is the customer journey. Now, you heard in the intro that I've been helping clients for over 15 years work to develop their customer journey. Now, some of which have been, you know, from the start right to the finish, uh, but for others, we're trying to amplify certain areas of it. But what I hope you get out of today's episode is understanding exactly what a customer journey is and also why this is extremely important for you and your business. Now, understanding your customer journey is exactly what it means in the way that it's called, a customer journey. It is the journey, the path that a customer goes through from the moment they first hear about you or even from the moment they become problem aware and they may not have even found you yet where you could actually jump into that conversation. And they come through as not a customer in the beginning, but more so as a prospect or a lead where they're doing research. So we need to understand all the different stages that they will go through. And part of that is understanding truly your business. And while you know your business more than we do, that's one of the first things that we want to look at. And what we find is, even though the, the clients know their business, when we go through an exercise of mapping out the different stages, we really uncover different gems that are there that people are like, wow, I never thought of that, or you know, I never considered that, or I'm not doing so well in that area. But in a general sense, there's certain stages that exist in most customer journeys. And those are awareness, consideration, purchase, retention, and advocacy, right? And they have different names. You can look them up and there's all different names for them. But let's just talk about some of these is, is the awareness stage. Now, what that means is a prospect is either problem aware, so they have a problem uh, and, and they're just becoming aware of this. So they're going to start to look for solutions to that problem. And it could be as simple as, hey, their refrigerator broke, 
right? They, they are aware now, they have a problem, they need to go look for one. So now they're going to look online and find out where they can buy uh, a refrigerator. Uh, or it could be even more, you know, in-depth like that, like maybe their, their business sales are dropping and they realize that they need help with their sales process. So now they're looking for a sales coach, right? They become problem aware. And then their awareness starts to look for, now they're becoming solution aware, which is they've done some initial searches, or in most cases, they probably asked, hey, do you know anyone that's really good at doing X, Y, Z? Uh, and then they'll take those recommendations and start to do their research. So in that, you got to make sure that the content you have online, on your social channels, on your website, um, you know, even if you're, you're doing radio ads, if you're in that local market or in the newspaper or anything like that, is really speaking to the question somebody will have when they are problem or solution aware when they're doing their whole customer journey. And now they've identified a couple possible people uh, to solve that problem for them. And it might be you and, and maybe some of your competitors. So they move into that next phase of the consideration part of the journey. And that's where the conversation needs to switch to talking about why you are going to be different than your competitor or another possible solution. You may not have a direct competitor. You may also be competing with people that are, are in a DIY kind of mindset. So, you know, we help people with their customer journey. Now, there will be people who will be aware that their customer journey needs help and they are going to say to themselves, you know what, I could probably figure this out couple of YouTube videos, do the research, just read a bunch of stuff, get a couple books, that kind of thing. I can do it myself. And that's the type of, of, of prospect that we are competing against in that mindset is the people that are just like, hey, I'm going to do this myself. Uh, so we need to speak to, to those points of that. So, you know, the FAQ side. So what questions will people be having in their head that would cause them to not buy from you? Now, again, every business is going to be different. It could be down to, hey, what's your guarantee? What's your refund policy? It will also be, what are your reviews? What do you have on Google, on Facebook, on Yelp, on um, you know, TripAdvisor, if you're in that, real, in that um, travel type of industry? What are people saying about you that is going to be a testament for the quality of what you can deliver? And that's extremely important in that consideration phase. Now for most people that are doing a customer journey, they put a lot of weight on those front ends. And then the moment they close the sale, the customer journey from a nurture and education and information side tends to stop. And it can't, it absolutely cannot stop at that point because you still have that purchase side. This is when somebody has decided to make the purchase. Every human being that makes a purchase will have a moment when they are remorseful for that purchase. They are wondering, is this the right decision? And this is more prevalent if you have a high ticket product or service. The more people pay, the bigger that buyer's remorse is immediately going to be. So it's extremely important for you to have something in place that will reassure them that they made the right decision, that they're in the right you know, hands. And in a service type business, it's usually that onboarding. It's the moment they said yes, the moment they made a payment, how quickly can you make them 
feel like they're a VIP? Can you give them that enhanced experience in the company? Now, an experience like this or an example of this that I personally had comes back to buying a vehicle. And you may have experienced this as well, where when you go in and you are in the market for a new vehicle, you're like fresh meat in the middle of the jungle. All the lions start circling you. The sales reps come to you. They want to give you that amazing experience, okay? Now, you go through the process. They make you feel like a VIP. You purchase it, um, and then the sale is closed, right? You, you now have that vehicle. And what happens? Well, in a great dealership that understands this process, it doesn't stop there, right? It, it, it continues on through the service experience, the handoff from the, from the sales rep introducing you to the service advisor, the service manager, or in some cases, maybe even the dealer principal who owns that dealership and will give you a card and say, hey, you know what, if you have any problems or anything you think we could be doing better here, email me directly. I'd be happy to help you with it, right? That is a great ex experience. Now, I have personally had a bad experience where I made, was made to feel fantastic in the sales process. Uh, once I bought the vehicle, it was subpar when I came in for service. Um, and because of that, because of that subpar experience, the entire positiveness in the front end was diminished. So keep that in mind is that you can't, especially more important in a small business or a solopreneur type of business, you cannot give up focusing on the client the moment you sell to then turn your head back to finding more sales. If it's a matter of time and focus, you need to put somebody in place to handle that post-sale. Maybe it is a project manager. Maybe it is a, a you know, customer experience person, right? Whatever name you want to give them, you need to make sure that that is there because you want to keep them around. And that is that next phase is retention because looking at your business right now, especially if you've been in business for many, many years, you have a list of existing clients. And you probably have more than one product or service. And I'm sure that some of your existing clients who bought one of those products or services could buy another one. But have you focused on trying to sell to them? Or have you always looked upstream and tried to find the next fish swimming down and try to sell that to them? You want to retain them. You want to kind of introduce them to other complementary services. You can also do that in the buying cycle through, through upselling and cross-selling as well. But the longer you keep a client, the bigger the customer lifetime value becomes for that client, which when you look at that, when we look at and analyzing the entire customer journey, one of the questions we're going to ask is, do you know what your customer lifetime value is? Because if you do, that will help you determine how much you are willing to spend to acquire that customer on the front end or the top of the funnel and allows you to do a lot more and give a lot more of your time there. So we look at that. You've got your awareness, your consideration, your purchase, your retention, and now you have your advocacy phase. We call it creating fans. Not 
like Facebook fans and that type of thing from a social media side, but people that are just raving about you. And they're the ones who are going to refer you to anyone that is looking for a service that you could help with. And they're gonna say, hey, you know what? If you've got this problem, just go talk to Sean. He'll take care of you, right? That is the best type of referral. I've had those where people are like, hey, I was just told to talk to you. I don't know what you can do for me, but I was told by this person who I trust that you can help me with this problem. And then of course we do. Now, with all of this, when you have a consistent process in place, a consistent system that is delivering on content, that is delivering through email and text messaging, you've got your sales uh, stages or pipeline in place that you know when they move from different stage, the following information is going to go to them that is going to speak to them at the right time because you know that is the journey, that is the phase that they are in. What are you creating? You are creating consistency. And there is nothing more powerful in business than a consistent, repeatable system. I'm going to say that again. There is nothing more important in business that is going to create value than a consistent, repeatable experience. Because if you're a customer of a business who has this in place and you go through and you're wowed by it and you're like, this is amazing. And you refer somebody to that business and they go through and they come out and they're like, hey, you know what, Sean, thank you so much for sending me over to these guys. I had this amazing experience just like you said I would. That is going to make you feel good. That is keeping your credibility, your word in the highest standing and you're going to refer more. The contrary to, that, to, to, contrary to that is if you are a one-off type case at that business and you had a great experience or what you perceived as a great experience and you sent somebody over there and they came through and you came up to you about a month later and said, you know what, Sean, <laughs> I tried out that company you referred and it, just, it didn't work. Like I didn't hear from them. You know, they were rude, that type of stuff. You're going to be like, ah, I'm sorry, man, but you're not going to refer anyone else because you can't trust that they're going to have that equal great experience. So how do we make all this happen, right? This, we could run this podcast for hours and, and go through all this, um, but really it comes down to this is what we do when we go through our structured system of the customer journey amplification program is we dive into all this and we build all this out together with you. So think about this is what are some of those pain points and desires and and things that people are doing at each stage, right? So which ones are your customers thinking about? Which ones are they gonna have questions about? And how can you get ahead of that? How can you answer that for them? Now, one of the things we do when we do a web project for a client is the moment that that project starts, they get an email that says, here's what to expect. This is what we need you to do. We need you to go here and fill out this form that gives us all this information about your product and your service. Um, you need to go here and send us your logos and your branding. And here's what we are going to do. Because along the way, we have learned that when somebody starts a web project, if they don't understand web design, if they don't understand you know, how it all works, their first question is, hmm, I wonder what I have to do next. 
So we've taken that out of the loop. We put that in place. Now we work with clients in the financial space and a lot of them make sure that they are giving consistent updates. And an update, even if there is no action to update on, the fact that you're reaching out and just updating them and saying, hey, you know what, there hasn't been any progress up until this point, but I wanna keep you in the loop, is in fact an update. And while you can automate a lot of that, we also make sure that it is setting tasks for actual real live outreach, real live calls to check in. Hey, it's been six months since we launched your estate plan, or it's been a year since we did your financial plan, just checking in. Now, if you listen to previous episodes, you hear me talk about my banker who switched banks and I switched my banks of my entire business because of the follow-up and the level of service and care that this individual has given me over the years. It is not because of the bank, it is because of him. And he reaches out consistently to check in. Not to sell, but to check in, see how things are going. Check on me and my family. You know what? We share the same love for the same hockey team. I will periodically get things on Facebook from him about that, and he knows that. It's all about building those relationships. So I'm going to wrap up this episode, but I'm going to keep this series going over the next several episodes of the podcast each week because I want to cover different topics. You know, we talked about understanding that customer experience, understanding that journey they go through in today's episode. Next week, I'm going to dive into how do you recognize the different touch points and interaction points along that journey and how can you optimize your business and your systems for that. So if you want to find out more about what I'm talking about, about the customer journey amplification system, just go to bluecowmarketing.ca. You'll see it right there on the homepage. There's a video I shot explaining it a bit in detail, or you can click the, the page link to go over and check it out and actually book a free customer journey audit where we're going to actually spend at least 30 to 45 minutes together. Where we're going to talk through your journey and see if there are areas for opportunity uh, to improve that. So thanks for listening. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, please like, subscribe, leave a comment. We absolutely love it. Thank you, and have a great week building your business. I want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of our podcast, eWebinar. If you've been doing webinars for any time now, or you've even just considered starting to do a webinar, you should consider eWebinar. This platform allows you to do evergreen webinars with a feature set that is just like hosting a live webinar. Those that are in attendance can chat with you, can engage with your content, all in a recorded format. Check it out. You want to learn more? Go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash ewebinar. Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high levels genius. Now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. 
For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner, ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam. Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.